John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica, Ed. John, it's the High Gain Podcast. It is the High Gain Podcast. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about, at least orthogonally, yeah. guitars. I love talking about guitars, because I don't know anything about other musical instruments. Only guitars. And even then, not a lot. Well, you're going to love this. Oh, great. Where are we recording from? We are recording from the super-duper-secret basement location Yep, here at High Gain Headquarters. Beautiful West Seattle, Washington. Yes. You cleaned up, you moved a table out of the way, and I think you said you air-freshened a little bit. I've been pretty busy down here. Yeah. So I started to get kind of paranoid. Mm. What is the perception when company comes over? (laughs) Company being me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's get some air in here. Yeah. Let's leave the fan running, get some air freshener, a little Febreze action. Oh my gosh. You did great. Yeah. I will say, I don't mind being around it, but I am allergic to cats. And it never bothers me when we record, but it's not uncommon for me to get home and just rub my eyes for the rest of the night. Yeah. Allergies are dumb. Yeah, and I think cats, Yeah, or our cat Junior, Junior, they seem to make a beeline right for the people that are allergic yeah. or don't like cats. Yeah. Hi, I'm going to sit on your lap. I haven't seen him today. He wasn't around. I don't He's know where he is. He's uh, probably outside doing yeah. something. Doing cat shit. Yeah, cat shit. Huh. Fall is upon us, Ed. I mean, officially, yeah. Summer's over. Yeah. The world is rotating in a way that's going to put Seattle in a rain funk. Yeah. I'm not super into that. But- It'll be fine, right? Yeah, I think it'll be fine. 2021, so far, it's been weirder than 2020. Yes. I don't know if I could have called that. Oh, yeah, you know, everybody will get their shots. Right. I tend to be so pessimistic and negative about the world in general. (laughs) 
for it to go worse than I anticipated was a little shocking. But that's fun. It's always nice when my very low expectations are just shattered. Beverages. Beverages. And <laughs> we should stick to guitars, John. I mean, the playing was pretty good. The playing sounded great. But yeah. What was the beat? Like a salsa e It is a bossa nova. Bossa nova, yeah, yeah. The original song? Yeah. Breaking on through to the other side. Mm-hmm. Off the doors first album. Jim Morrison, what's he up to? Jim Morrison? I don't know. Oh, oh no. Jim Morrison. I share a birthday with Jim Morrison. Oh, really? Yeah. December 8th. Elvis and Jim Morrison. Oh, what Elvis was 77. That he died. Yeah. When did Jim Morrison die? 71. Both of them on the shitter. Yeah. I wonder if Elvis, that was like a tip of the hat to Jim Morrison. A little homage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to go Morrison this fucking peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'll be back in a bit. Elvis, what's he up to? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, viewers, sometimes I butcher the songs, sometimes I don't. This time I did. But you won't know that because in the future times, how did what I'm going to do turn out? You nailed it. <laughs> I think it was going to be great. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I'm a Doors head. Doors head? Yeah. Yeah. But they're pretty all right. You got a beverage? I got a beverage. Oh, you got to pop a top. This thing is Petey's Bing Black. Is that P-D? P-E-T-E-Y apostrophe S. Okay. Made with blackberry juice. Huh? It has B and C and caffeine and ginseng. And it just says it's a beverage. Well, what kind of a beverage? All it says on the side is delicious Mm -hmm. dot 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 refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's out of Denver, Colorado. Okay. The Bing Beverage Company. Yeah. It has that aftertaste, like energy drink style. Maybe that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Taurine, guarine. Yeah. I went up to the farmer's market right before I stopped over here. Yeah. And I stopped at the Salmonberry Goods booth. Oh. They had a lot of baked goods. And they had this really cool bottle of farm-to-table kombucha, non-GMO cane sugar. Wait a minute. There's such a thing as genetically modified cane sugar? Oh, sure. Modified to do what? Grow better? Are we going to have to worry about big cane sugar now? Oh, for sure. Fuck. I imagine time travelers... You would pull a time traveler forward from 150 years ago, and they would be like, oh my god, a phone, electricity, the lights just go on. Then you'd show them a fucking banana, and their mind would explode. Or an orange, (laughs) they'd be like, wait, it's actually orange, like the color, and it's big. And Why did you do that? Exactly. Yeah, so this one, 
I'm going to pour it into a glass. Does it have an overriding flavor? This week, they got community fruit Italian plums. So it must be just from the community farm out there where salmonberry goods are. It's great. Is it? It's really good. Generally, I have these things and I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Way to go, salmonberry dudes. Yeah. You got coffee too. Oh, fuck yeah, John. I've got two coffees. Yeah. Sometimes I come down here and I'm working on stuff Mm -hmm. and I've got a cup of coffee. And then I have to go upstairs for something. So I look at the cup of coffee and I think, oh, you know, there's enough left in there to drink, but not enough to hold me. Mm -hmm. I should just make another cup and bring it down and then I'll drink all of it. That's a good idea. Uh, Ed? Yeah, that's a weird looking guitar. Yeah, what do you think of this guitar? It's got kind of a weird shape. Yeah. And I don't see any strings. It's silver sparkle. That's very cool. Yeah, it has 32 strings on it. Uh Uh-huh. Although the strings are not strings. No. They're tines. Tines. Imagine a comb. Are those called tines? Mm. Each of the things on a comb? That sounds correct. Now imagine if each one of those tines... Yeah. ...had its own dedicated pickup. Okay, 32 pickups. Yeah, like imagine your guitar. Instead of having a pickup that all your strings go over... Right. ...it has a pickup for each string. Are there no guitars where there's like individual dedicated pickups? There are tailpieces that have piezo pickups on each string. Oh. Like a Parker. Can you dial in the individual pickups on that guitar? That's yeah. a Parker question. Yeah. And I forgot my toe shoes. Yeah. So this is a keyboard. This is a 1971 Fender piano bass. Oh. Is it a Rhodes? It is a Fender Rhodes piano bass. Okay. Named after Harold Rhodes. Oh, Harry. Yeah. Put on the Enzo. Hell yeah. Oh my god. You might be wondering, Ed. Yeah. Why did I so brazenly Mm. bring home a piano instead of a guitar? Sure, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. (laughs) This is an electromechanical piano. There's Mm -hmm. nothing digital about it, much like a guitar. I've already mentioned that there are pickups involved, and those tines are the equivalent of a string. Yeah. And that is it. John just pulled the top off this thing. And so there's hammers that strike the actual tine. It looks like a straight metal wire. Yeah, you hit a key, and a hammer strikes that wire, and that wire is vibrating directly in front of its own pickup. There's like two wires in this entire thing. Yeah, all the pickups are wired into just one thing. Yep. That goes to your tone volume and your output jack. There's not even an amp in this. There's no batteries. There's no circuit boards. Completely analog. You sent me like, oh, I think we should do this thing. It's exactly like a guitar. And I was like, I don't think this keyboard is exactly like a guitar. And then you opened it up, and it's like, oh, it's exactly like a guitar. (laughs) There's literally a volume and a tone and a pickup jack. No power, no nothing. That's it. Wild. You had a Rhodes back in the day. You had the big boy. I had the Rhodes suitcase. It was the same deal. It was the hammers and the tines and the pickups and all of that, but it sat on top of a cabinet that had speakers and an amp 
built into it. You set the keyboard on top of the cabinet, plug the two together, and there you go. But it was massive and heavy. Even this thing weighs like 50 to 75 pounds. Oh, really? It's really heavy, dude. Wow. I wouldn't say it's tiny, but it's pretty small. It's pretty small, but it's pretty heavy. Yeah. Still considered portable. (laughs) The doors. He used a regular full size. He did not. He used this. Really? Yeah. Ray Manzarek set one of these piano basses on top of his, people are going to contact us, (laughs) Was it a Farfisa organ? Huh. Because in the beginning, the doors didn't have a bass player. Right, right. So Ray Manzarek was doing it on the piano bass. I guess I just thought he played it on a full-size one and just played the bottom end. I think later, like Riders on the Storm, Yeah. he had a bigger one. Right. Okay. That's cool. So how's it start? Who is this cat? Harry Rhodes. Harry Rhodes. Yeah. Harold Burroughs Rhodes. Harry Rhodes is a wild name. Yeah. What year was he born? 1910. 1910, so he's 111 years old today. Oh, no. No. Close. Oh. We lost him in 2000. Okay, so he was 90. He was 90. Yeah. Born in San Fernando, California. Okay. Very quickly developed dual interests in music and architecture. Mm. Apparently excelling at both. He even got a scholarship to the University of Southern California in architecture. Okay. I guess he was smart enough to do that, but he had to abandon that scholarship. 30. Yeah, 1929, the depression hits. Yep. He has to leave school to... Help on the fucking farm or whatever. Yeah, contribute to the family. Get in the coal mine. Yeah. So he began teaching piano, and he developed his own method that is in use to this day. Okay. It's actually called the Rhodes Method of learning how to play piano. Huh. You know, in classical music, you have to learn how to read the sheet music. Hard pass on the sheet music. Right. Whereas in something more akin to jazz, there's a lot more latitude to improvise. Beedly boopily. Exactly. Yeah. He thought, why not combine the two? That's what he did, and it was wildly successful. Okay. I could see where that would be pretty cool. Yeah, if you can read sheet music to the point that you get the skeleton of the song and then you can just fill in yeah and in that way you're learning what that skeleton even is right can i tell you something john yes this salmonberry goods kombucha is really really great we might need to just sort of up the patronage then what's their website does it say or are they out on a farm and don't have the web out there they may not have the internet ask me that question later john i'm gonna pay attention to you it might look like i'm on my phone and not paying attention i don't know if you are capable of maintaining the split focus you think you are i'm totally good john Okay, so he's teaching people to play piano. It's 1929. The Depression is ravaging the country. Yeah, and you know, the Rhodes Method is being picked up by small classes and schools all over the country. But then, you know, the war comes. World War II. Oh, sure. I know about that. Yeah, you hear about that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. World War II. Yep. He joins the Army Air Corps. What a wild thing. Born in 1910. You're nine years old and World War I is just fucking shit up. And then growing up through two world wars probably left some scars on some people. Yeah. Depression, World War One, World War Two. <laughs> By the time you're fucking 30. So they have him going around to the hospitals and teaching the wounded how to play piano. Okay. You can imagine, Ed, that he might be thinking, 
dragging this upright piano around blows. Not into it. I wish I had something more portable. Sure. Hey, what's that thing over there, fellas? Oh, that there's a B-17 bomber airplane. Cool, can I look at it? Yeah, sure, Mac. Have a look. <laughs> sure. So Harold Rhodes goes over to the B-17 bomber. Mm-hmm. He starts pulling pipes out of it. Out of the damaged ones. Got it. He cuts the pipes to different lengths. Okay. And then sets them up in kind of an armature with hammers and keys, and the first kind of portable piano is born. It was successful enough that the Army Air Corps took the design, and it was called the Army Air Corps Lap Model Piano. Okay. After the war, he goes back to teaching. He's in Los Angeles. He's teaching the Rhodes Method at the Los Angeles Piano Studio. He's got lots of students. And this is when our man falls in love. With Leo Fender? No. Okay. He meets a Swedish woman. Oh. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Salmonberrygoods.com. Salmonberrygoods.com. Yeah. Question number one, where's your damn farm? Maybe they just source from local farms. They're too busy baking and making this kick-ass kombucha, John. I just don't want to imagine them picking blackberries off the bushes at the bus stop. <laughs> right. Right. You know? Okay, Ed. Yeah. Our man Harold Rhodes falls in love while teaching in Los Angeles. Okay. He meets a lovely Swedish girl. Okay. Margit Moore. Okay. He writes a letter to Pops. Mm-hmm. I have feelings for your daughter. Would it be okay if I were to see her? Mm-hmm. What does Pops say? This is where we throw the caveat in there of, yeah. it was a different time. <laughs> Must not have been too different a time. Yeah. Pops never replies. Okay. So what does Harold Rhodes do? Well, he assumes that's a green light. He drops it, and that's it. It feels like this is going to come back. Yeah. That's not the most satisfying story you've ever told on this show, John. You're getting a feel for it, aren't you? Yeah. Three <laughs> years in, and I'm starting to get how storytelling yeah. works. Well, let me know when you figure it out. Okay. Right about this time, mm -hmm. Leo Fender comes sniffing around. <laughs> hey, you know, you're teaching piano, and I hear you did some work with the Army Air Corps on these little portable things. Why don't we start working on something? I know electronic stuff. Yeah. Apparently, you know piano stuff. Maybe we could get something going. Sure. Rhodes says, yeah, okay. I'll come work with you. This is 1959. Wow. Okay. Leo starts messing around with how am I going to electronify these. Mm-hmm. And he comes up with the piano bass. The reason this is only 32 keys, mm -hmm. and the reason it is the bottom 32 keys of what would be an 88-key piano Apparently, Leo was not fond of the high notes. This is early Leo. Yeah. Because we have discussed how later on, towards the end, he would just make everything sharper and sharper. So everything was more and more trebly towards the end. Because he couldn't hear it. Maybe right. in the beginning he could and didn't like it. Weird. So that's what he made. I have no interest in those high notes. Sorry. I like that. I like that too, says Leo. Says Ed. Okay, pick this out. Those Radiohead boys, yeah. they're pretty good. That was done on a Fender Rhodes. Okay. A lot of people start picking this thing up. Yeah, I mean, how many songs in the 60s and 70s have a Fender Rhodes? All of them? So many. The theme from Taxi? Babe by Styx. Sure. Yeah. Styx and Journey. What is that music? It's not Yacht Rock. Is it pre-yacht? As opposed to being on a yacht? I feel like Journey and Styx 
you're on a spaceship. A but space like, boat. Yeah. A space yacht. Oh, my God. Space yacht music. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I played The Doors for you. That was 1967. Yeah. And that song, Breaking On Through, that uses mm-hmm. the piano bass, mm-hmm. that was the first single off their first album, and it went meteoric. Sure. So it brought everybody's attention to him. What's that little thing he's doing with his yeah. left hand? And the thing is sitting on top of a regular organ. Yeah, yeah. That's a piano bass. What's that? And so a lot of people were introduced to it. Our example here, we got from our good friends at the bass shop in Seattle. Yeah. Sparkly silver. Mm-hmm. These things have fiberglass covers on them. Yep. That were made at the time by a local boat builder in the Los Angeles area. Space yacht builder. Yeah, they would make them in whatever colors the builder guy happened mm-hmm. to have around in fiberglass. Man, that silver, if you could get that with your matching speedboat, this little piano thing, yeah. and then you put your amp on the boat and you're out there just fucking rocking it on the water. Yeah. Outside of LA. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, like that. Uh, So, we know that in 1965, CBS buys Fender. Yeah. One of the first things they do is look at the roads. They're like, yeah, that's cool. How come it's only got 32 keys? And I guess somebody has to explain to them, yeah, you know, Leo didn't like the high notes. He just wasn't into it. So, the cats at Fender are like, well, Harold Rhodes, do you like the higher notes? I think Harold was probably like, I like all the notes. I teach piano. Yeah. Notes are cool. (laughs) So they're like, okay, well, why don't we work on some bigger ones? Get out there, Harry Road. Yeah. So Harold Rhodes starts working on the 73 key one. Yep. Eventually there would, of course, be an 88 key, but the 73 key would be not as heavy. Turn on the dark star and turn off the slow. Volante. Isn't that amazing? It wouldn't be long before they're like, yeah, that's great that we have a full-size keyboard and it can sit on top of this massive cabinet that has its own built-in amp, but this thing is ginormous and weighs a ton. Yeah. Can we make it without the amp and without the speaker? Just let musicians have their own amps? Yeah. Yeah, okay, so they did what was called a stage piano. Just the keyboard. Yeah. And it had legs you screwed into the bottom of it. Love it. I want that. Still super duper heavy. But it was easier to move and you didn't have to contend with those speakers and all that crap. Yeah. In 1983, Ed, Mm -hmm. CBS sells off the whole Rhodes division. Yes, I understand. You know, we do the thing. You tell the history story and then it always gets to, and then consolidation and merger and the suits come in and blah, blah, blah. In this case, 
thinking about 1983 and just the advent of synthesizers and where music and the world is going. Right. Getting rid of these things feels smart. You know who they sell to? Baldwin. Now, you remember our man Schultze? Oh, yeah, of course. From Fender itself? Right. Schultze buys it. Okay. But he only keeps it for like four years. And then he sells it to Roland. Sure. And that's in 1987. Yeah. According to Marguerite Rhodes's wife. Oh, I guess she is no longer 15 or whatever. Yeah. In commenting on this period. Yeah. She would say that Harold Rhodes wasn't told what Roland was going to do with the Rhodes. Of course, they made digital synthesizer piano keyboards, and they put a digital Rhodes setting in them. Sure, of course. So yeah, it became all like synthy. Of course. Harold was not into it. Also, of course, yeah. Yeah, he like, disapproved. Felt like the algorithms were not faithful enough, which in 1983 is 100% valid, yeah. I imagine. I bet whatever emulation of the road sound, it was probably pretty bad. Yeah. Today, GarageBand has probably a totally serviceable Rhodes emulator. Yeah. Harry Road would have a hard time distinguishing a real one from the GarageBand version. He might, yeah. Well, so what's Harry doing anyway? Fucking and sucking. He's still playing piano and teaching. Okay. He's traveling around giving lessons and having classes. Sure. It's at one of these things in 1991. Yeah. I think it was in Las Vegas. He was doing a little workshop. The famous Harold Rhodes teaches you piano. Yeah. When Margit hears the Rhodes. I don't know if she's there just gambling and smoking or what she's doing. <laughs> sure. There in Las Vegas. She hears the Rhodes piano. Of course yep. she's going to remember that time way back in 1946. Yeah. When she took lessons, she goes in. Sure enough, it's Harold Rhodes. Yeah. Do you remember me? Of course I remember you. Margit is a widow now, mm -hmm. all these years later. Harry is divorced. He's been married a couple times. Oh, Harry, come on. They get married. I love it. Yeah. I love this story. So she becomes Margit Moore Rhodes. More Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What happened to Margit? We would lose her in 2004. She was born in 1920. Okay. But here's another interesting thing, Ed. Okay. There's this other guy, Joe. We'll just call him Joe. Okay. Good friend of the family. He's not real happy with how this turned out for Harold Rhodes. So he goes about forming a business with a partner and trying to purchase the trademark back from Roland. And he does it. And he does it for Harold. So this is 90s? 97. Okay. I bought it back from Roland. Happy birthday, it's yours. So that's kind of cool. Okay. But that's like three years before Harold Rhodes dies. Right. I don't know if he enjoyed it that much. <laughs> In 2003, Joe ends up with all the trademark and the rights of publicity and all that kind of stuff. So it's him. What's this dude's name? Joe something? His name is Joe Branstetter. That's a solid Minnesota, yeah. North Dakota kind of sounding name. Old Joe Branstetter. Okay. In 2007, yeah. he creates the Mark 7 Rhodes, a new Rhodes piano, Mark 7. It was lighter. Okay. Did have a preamp in it. It had MIDI built into it. Mm. It had the real hammer action, hitting yeah. the tines and all of that. Right. 
people liked it and the reviews at NAM were really good. All he needed to do was ramp up production to hit the numbers that he wanted to. Yeah. But in 2008, do you remember the kind of... <laughs> the market collapsing and yeah, the world yeah. going to yeah, shit? Yeah, you remember that? I seem to recall something. So the few units that he had made, that's all there were ever going to be. That's a bummer. Yeah. Okay. But oh. there's a happy ending, Ed. Okay, I'm ready for this. 2021, this year. Yeah. The Rhodes Music Group Limited is formed. They are in the middle of a Mark 8 model. It has been announced, and it is in development. That's killer. It's not out yet. Yeah. But there are a precious few pictures on the web, and it looks pretty cool. effects phantom operator a old blood noise endeavors dark star and a strymon volante you gotta try it try and decide would you buy it i would love one of these I would love to have an actual one. It's heavy and it takes up a lot of space are the only caveats. Plug a guitar cable into it and yep. go. That's killer. Yeah, this thing's amazing. I think I would agree with you. I think I would also buy it. Is this the first keyboard we've done? It is. Congrats. So viewers, uh -huh. go to the reverb and type in Fender Rhodes Piano Bass. Yep. Or listen to some Doors music or some Radiohead. Sure. You will know the sound when you hear it. And then when you're done doing that, head on back. We'll show you some pictures. Yep. Check us out on Instagram at The High Gain or our website. Yep. TheHighGain.com. Leave a review. Leave a review. We love that. We love all yep. the reviews you left last week. Yep. <laughs> Thank you very much. I think you did a great job this week. I think you did a pretty good job your own self, Ed. I had a great time. Okay, well then, let's do it again. Hey, big ups to Salmonberry Goods at SalmonberryGoods.com. Their yeah. kombucha game, strong. Okay. okay, bye. Bye.